to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Woohoo! It's 8 o'clock, everybody. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here at Mutiny Radio. We're going to get started in just a few minutes, just letting that Mutiny Radio listening audience know that we are here and things are happening. Funny stuff is going to be coming out of a hat by comedians, so get ready for that. Stay tuned. Enjoy some Floating Goat. We'll be right back with really, I think, the best lineup we've ever had on a hell hat here at Mutiny Radio.
I hope you're all ready to get blown away by this amazing hell hat lineup that we have for you tonight. Uh, I'm excited uh, to get it all started for you guys, so yay. Uh, we'll sing the song first, and then I'll um, get up there and do the thing. If you know how the song goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse! Comedy. Clubhouse! Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. I don't cough as much now that I have a vaporizer. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! All right, give it up for your first comedian of this hell hat, Pam Benjamin! Yay! Yeah, yeah, hey, that's me. I'm uh, up at the front, Pam Benjamin. This is a hat. This is a fuzzy hat filled with hell. This is a Russian hat. Many animals died in the making of this hat, and I hope they all went to hell. Here we go. <clears throat> all right, this, I read this one earlier, and I'm sad that I have it. Uh, all right, uh, there's, a, there's a new porno coming out uh, called The Sheriff of Truth. And uh, it's, it's a really great, it says make a porno movie name for someone in the audience and tell us the plot. So this is actually a really great porno. It starts out, she's the sheriff of truth. She's actually not wearing a sheriff's costume yet. Uh, first, she finds a sheriff, she takes his baton and uh, she uses it, but he loves, he loves it up the butt. Uh, and it's awesome. He's so excited about it. And she stimulates that prostate. He's so excited. He's coming all over the place. She steals his badge and his hat and jumps in the car, takes the keys and runs. Now, the beauty, beautiful part of this porno is that there are already two people in the back who have been arrested. Now, those are big black guys who shouldn't have been arrested. They were completely profiled. And Latoya, the sheriff of truth, knows it. Uh, so they have a, a really great, uh, like in, in the cop car, she puts the seats back. Uh, they have a really crazy thing. It's like uh, two guys on one, but they're not like penetrating her anyway. They're just pleasuring her because she's the sheriff of truth. And uh, she actually has a gun in one of their butts. So that's, no, she doesn't want to do that. To, that's not nice. Anyways, I saw the person who wrote that. It's, on, it's coming out on DVD soon, The Sheriff of Truth. She actually gets to the cop station and then she makes all of the cops repent for, uh, for the... It's coming. It's coming out. It's uh, It's called the sheriff of the sheriff of truth fights police state. Uh, all right. Just as long as he. So the answer to this question was about 12 minutes ago. Uh, when was the last time you wondered, am I the asshole or is everyone else? That's kind of a. It was. That's how that one. That's how that works. Uh, this is a dumb question. Is the institution of marriage failing? Does it matter? Absolutely, marriage is failing. Uh, you know, because marriage used to be just the movement of property from one place to another, a woman being part of her father's property and then being moved to being her husband's property. So uh, it's, it's a really great financial contract that I'd, I'd love to abolish. Um, keeps women down, stuff like that. Also, uh, I got my first STD from my marriage that was sexually transmitted debt. Sexually transmitted debt, that first. That all important, the only ST, well, you can catch lots of STDs from marriage, actually. It's daily Valtrex, everyone. Uh, 
I'm picking all. I, this is good for you guys because I'm picking the shitty ones. Something on a boat, like a wedding for dogs. Uh, I'd like to see dogs uh, with flippy floppies on a boat. Uh, it makes me think about like Pitbull on a boat with flippy floppies remaking that song because nothing is original. <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs> Why do... <laughs> I, it's, uh, every time I pull one out by Ashton Tate, I'm like, man. <laughs> All right, this is how to pay rent in SF. I'm actually looking forward uh, to the apocalypse because uh, everyone in San Francisco is going to run for the hills, uh, people that have expensive friends in Marin or other places, Sebastopol, nice places like that. But the thing that excites me is that I'm not going to have to pay rent because I'm just going to take over their beautiful Victorian house. I really want crown molding. I've always dreamed about that. Uh, I, I don't want to pay rent in SF. Uh, here we go. Mm. All right. <clears throat> if we could, uh, if if everybody could put uh, their their hands straight out in front of them, and then and then both of them, and then open them to the side, uh, palms toward the audience, please. Palms towards each other. This is a new yoga pose. It's called the crucifixion. <laughs> this. It's really nice. It makes you feel really open to all of the travesties of this world. And you can just take all the sin upon yourself and, and feel that white guilt because you're doing yoga, you fucking bitch. How much did it cost you to be in that hot yoga room? 35 bucks? Where, how do you pay rent in San Francisco? Paying for yoga classes. Stupid. Hell, hell is other people. Yes, John Paul Sartre, we know. Actually, but that's a thing, like, so who, I, I directed No Exit back in the day when I used to th own a theater company years and years ago, and, and uh, one of the things I did for the set design is I made everybody bring in two pictures of people they'd be in hell with, because I had the setting be my grandmother's house, and you know, with the pictures all over the walls. Uh, so I made everybody think about who would be the two people that you would be in hell with. Uh, and mine were uh, the Olsen twins. They count as one, because neither of them are real people. Well, they're both so skinny and anorexic. They're not like real people. I think they each have like share like a half a personality, and then they wear the tight pants and get into it. Okay, so the Olsen twins, and then myself. <laughs> I would be. It would be like a clone of me from high school with my big hair and trying to make everybody happy. Uh, that's that's would be, that would be me in hell, myself. Uh, cell phone addiction. I don't have one. Hey, fuck you guys. It's like, this is a, cell phones are so great. There's this new clever device that we've created so that you don't have to look at anybody in the face. It's really fun. Oh, oh, you don't, you didn't want to have a conversation with someone? Now you get to stare at this piece of plastic. I thought, I don't have a smartphone. I have a dumb phone and I try not to stare at it, but I was almost thinking of like getting a small block of wood and like getting a Sharpie and like pretending it was a cell phone and then just staring at it because that would really fuck people up right on the bus. If they like try to talk at me and they're being all creepy and I just start staring at a piece of wood that isn't a real phone. <laughs> I think it would work. I mean, so there was a guy staring at me the other day on the bus and um, I actually, it was really, it was scary to me a little bit because he turned sideways and he was really staring at me and I had these earrings on, the warrior's earrings, so I didn't, but he was really staring at me and I never do this. I usually just look down and don't pay attention, but I actually looked at him, looked at him in the face and I went, dude, bro, you're creeping me out and it worked. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I like your earrings. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure that's not what you're looking at, asshole. Um, but anyways, I, I actually stood up for myself, which is nice. Uh, I forgot to start my timer on here. 
Sorry, you could put them back if you think they're stupid. God, I keep picking the same ones. There's like 300 of them in here and I keep getting the same ones. Here we go. I can't come up with ideas for this anymore. This is another Ashton Tate. <laughs> he was like, his thing today was like, why do you make us keep doing this? We've been writing these things for months and months and months and we can't keep being creative. The genius just doesn't. The laziest 30 year old. I mean, it's so hard when you hang out with so many comedians to just pick one. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause they're all sort of, you know, piles of shit. Uh, no, this will be my this will be my last one. I, I I was hoping someone said, can there not be any with the that name of the thing Cheeto Boy, whatever? And I'm like, oh, they're still in there. Um, oh, this is a good one. Uh, life before Facebook. I remember back in the day when I had self-esteem. Do you remember when you do you remember when you would do things and think about it yourself and maybe tell your parents or call people on the phone and say, "Uh," or you'd just show them a newspaper article or something. But now now we all just um like me, like me, like me. Actually, life before Facebook was MySpace, and that was even more disgusting. Uh, no, absolutely. I had a, I had a MySpace addiction. Uh, I, had, I was married at the time, and I learned about this MySpace thing, and I got really into it, and I became this crazy MySpace zealot in that I would wake up at like three in the morning because I had friends in Manchester, right? Like I wanted to be like, oh, what's going on in Manchester, England right now? Right over there, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. That that's a problem, <laughs> uh, especially when you're married. Uh, so yeah, life before Facebook was back in the days of self-esteem. Okay, just just one more. I got it. I got to somehow remedy this situation. Domestic servants go rogue. This is actually the name of the newest cool porno. This is this is the one. It involves like it involves a gang of, of D- Dominican uh, nannies that that take over they take over the masses house uh they they uh they they take all of his top ramen no i don't know i don't know what rich people eat uh but it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a great new porn domestic servants gone rogue gone, gone rouge isn't it funny how rogue and rouge are so closely spelled and totally different in meaning if you go ro- if you go rogue i guess you run around enough that you look rougey i don't know uh hey that's me doing the hell hat. Woo! Yay. Uh, your first real comedian on the bill here, he is like the best hell hatter that ever hell hatted. He's like the hell hat that we aspire to be. Uh, I'm so excited that he's here. Uh, do you really, do you work for a place called Friends with Benedicts or are you just being funny? It's a pop, it really is. I just thought you were being clever. That's okay, good, that is real. It's also clever. I, I was like, he's being funny. Uh, everybody, put it together for your favorite brunch waiter and great comedian, Chris Knatzer! Ah, oh, thank you very much, thank you, no pressure. Um, yeah, friends with Benedicts, by the way. Comics drink free at our, um, that's always been the case, but, but this is the first time I've heavily publicized it. <laughs> yeah, stand-up comics drink free at our Polk location on Saturday and Sunday, so you can always check that out. And then our North Beach location, we play it straight. That's where the, that's where the big bucks are. All right, well, thanks for being here. I guess everybody's pretty much on the show, right? <laughs> uh, 
Best hangover food. Um, that's weird. Actually, this is probably going to make you sick if you're hungover. But when I, I stopped drinking heavily in 19, I guess 2000. Uh, it was a long time ago, yeah. But I used to be a, a raging alcoholic, and most of it was in, yeah, in the Navy in Spain. And we, when we were super, super hungover, we would get up at like 5 p.m. because you would just keep drinking till like noon and then sleep. And we would get pizza with mayonnaise on it. Now, keep in mind, it was the Clinton years. <laughs> no, I thought it was gross, too. And I, it was all my friends that lived there in Spain. They're like, yeah, yeah, we go get pizza. And, and they, like, they give you the mayonnaise. Like, you don't even have to ask for it. Like, you get a box of pizza, and it'll have, like, six packets of mayo. And I was like, what are you doing? And uh, they were like, yeah, you put it on there. Sure enough, it's awesome. It's really good. Does anybody do, like, fries and mayo? Yes. Then you're going to love pizza and mayo. Welcome to the future. Spain's got it figured out, I'm telling you. They got a lot of systems in place. They take naps. They take national naps. This says it's making me doubt my creative abilities. Actually, this makes me feel great about my, <laughs> my creative abilities because all I had to do was tell you the absolute truth that in 1998 and 1999, I was an alcoholic and I ate pizza with mayonnaise. What makes me doubt my creative abilities is how I spent the rest of my day in a Starbucks with a little notebook and just deathly silence. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm doing two-year-old jokes. <laughs> that one hurt everybody because everybody's on the show. <laughs> They're like, fuck, how old is my best joke? How old is your best joke? In your heart of hearts, you know you have a best joke. How old is it? I'm just telling you, it's not Hell Hat that's going to make you doubt your creative abilities. <laughs> it's your own inner drive. Uh, this is called Stuck in an Elevator Post Shart. Post Shart. Stuck in an Elevator Post Shart. Um, I don't think I ever have been, but I, I spend most of my life now like feeling like I'm about to shart. And so, but it's funny because you come up, you know, when I was a younger man, I used to have very bad hyperhidrosis. Uh, my pits would sweat like crazy. But then I bought this uh, miracle deodorant that had like aluminum in it and sealed my pits shut. And so now I don't, I haven't sweat from my pits in like 20 years. Uh, <laughs> that's absolutely true. But when I did, you develop strategies, you know? You would wear like three t-shirts underneath if you're on a date or whatever, and you would try not to reach for stuff. You know, you would just develop, you would live your life. Fat people know how to do this because we're constantly blousing ourselves. <laughs> Maybe they won't notice. If I get the shirt to hang just right, you can't really tell I'm fat from a certain angle. Over here, they're getting it though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so now uh, now I always worry about shitting my pants. I almost shit my pants last weekend at work. Yeah, it was like 10.30. I had seven tables by myself, putting in an order at the computer, and I was just like, where's the grapefruit juice? Where? Oh, son of Jesus. And I just had to run to the bathroom and like barely, you know, fucking through the bistro apron and just barely made it. Barely made it. All alone on a brunch shift. 44 years old and almost shit my pants. 
So, you know, then the rest of the day, I got swamp ass. Obviously, we were busy, so it's, it's never as bad as you think it is, but it feels like a real fertile crescent of trouble. <laughs> and uh, so you come up with strategies, right? So, like, you're just, like, at the restaurant, like, everybody come in, and I'd be like, hello, hello there. Anywhere you like, it'd be fine. Yeah, just keep my ass to the wall, ass to the wall. You know what I'm saying? If I have to go between tables, I'm not going ass in like I normally would, hello, like that. I go in like this. Uh, you guys okay? You guys okay? All right. <laughs> so I think in an elevator, it'd be easy. I would just back up to the, and just, whatever floor is fine. I'll, ta I'll take the stairs. Once everyone else gets off, I'll take the stairs to where I need to go. <laughs> I think that'll be fine. <laughs> My ass is pretty gross right now, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Craft beer. <laughs> yeah, I don't, the yellow ones are the bad ones somehow, right? <laughs> to the, I saw you put a bunch of yellow ones back. Who did the yellow ones? Is the yellow paper person still here? No? I don't know anything about craft beer. I almost feel like I should put it back. Um, well, you can pass it later, but so, you know. Well, cause like Joey drinks craft beer. Look at these fuckers. <laughs> you know what the... <laughs> take a closer look and then come by and take a smell. What I look like is the guy who lives in the basement of the guy who brews the craft beer. <laughs> Old college buddy. We met in college, but I never finished. I'm that guy. <laughs> um, no, but the funny thing, you two, got, my God, everyone's thinking it. Look how beautiful you are. But you know what the best part is? You're gonna have an ugly baby. <laughs> I'm just pandering to the ugly people, that's all. <laughs> uh, this one's easy. Favorite porno movie name? Schindler's Fist. Um, I, feel like, I feel like there are a lot of good ones to be had, uh, but that is my favorite. That's an actual movie. I'll avoid the yellow ones. So I'll just do like two more and then we'll, we'll pass the mic. Oh, the best part of a cat. <laughs> uh, if we're talking cuisine, I'm gonna go shanks. Um, <laughs> but if we're talking about actually living with a cat, I'm not a cat person. I think cats are garbage. Um, I do, I don't care for them, but I have lived with a cool cat in the past. So there are like, uh, there are some cool cats. It was a feral cat and its name was Eugenia, but I couldn't pronounce it, so I just called it Kitty. And I was, uh, yeah, I was house sitting, house sitting in Costa Rica in the jungle, and this cat lived in the jungle, but would just come hang out for like a bowl of water and to like be petted once a day. And the best part of a cat is the menagerie of heads that it will bring you and just line up outside your bedroom door. It was the coolest thing I ever saw, like a bird head and a lizard head. It gave me the heads. She, it gave me the heads. Like, man, you're living out in the jungle by yourself. You talk to yourself or the kitty a lot, and then when it just brings you heads, like, God damn, man, like, you've never brought me a head. <laughs> like, it was beautiful. And I'm sure I don't even know if the head's the good meat, but it's just like a, a, a real trophy. I think that's the best part of a cat. A dog won't do that for you. 
Dogs are better than cats. A dog understands like a person that it's psychotic to bring a person ahead. <laughs> like that's, a dog gets that. But I like that a cat's like, I'm crazy anyways, I'll just fucking. <laughs> At, at, at least, at least it knows I like it. Uh, oh, this is a good one to end on. I should have done improv. <laughs> I'll put this one back without reading it. I should have done improv. I think almost everybody here uh, can agree that improv is devil's play. <laughs> right? Right, like improv stand-up like we're doing now, that's great. It's still like me out here playing golf. Uh, but like two or three of you get up here and you know, we're in a speedboat together. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You know, like, oh, do your set from Fiji. Fuck you. <laughs> improv is shit. <laughs> it, it really is. Try to stay away. You know, we've actually lost, a, I don't want to say their names, but we've lost a couple of really good stand-ups to improv, so it's no, it's really, it's really nothing to laugh at. Uh, <laughs> because uh, they've given up the fight. They've given up the fight. Like, face it, in your life, you've given up on everything else. You're pretty sure you're never going to get your finances in order. Like, no matter how old you are, you think you'll always be struggling tooth and nail, and you probably will. You'll probably be poorer than you are now. Can you believe that? Yeah, you've given up on that. You've given up on love. Sure, there are a couple of shams still fizzling, fizzling out, but deep down you've given up. If you're a stand-up comic, you've given up on everything but this one ridiculous dream, right? And improv, they just want the laugh right then. That's it. We want the laugh forever. Fuck improv and fuck you. <laughs> Kanatzer, everyone. Yeah, uh, he was wrong. The best part of a cat is actually the part between his back paw and the part on his, like the part of the foot that's the long part. You know the part and you touch the back of it and he doesn't like it, but it's the softest, coolest place on the cat. Nobody loves to touch that weird place. My cat hates it too and I, I fucking, I get him and I hold him with one hand and I'm like, I'm touching your foot where I like it. Ah! My poor, my poor cat. I, I am a, I am, I'm a crazy cat lady. Absolutely. Not in the way you think, though. I want to take my cat, and I want to shave him, and I want to knit a sweater out of his fur, and then I want to wear it. <laughs> and then I'm actually going to take my own hair, and I'm going to weave it into a leash, and I'm going to take him out on the street. <laughs> on a hair leash. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm crazy cat lady. You're next. I do. I love my cat so much, but um, he's not trained like that, so... Um, Whenever he moves on to the kitty paradise, may that never happen. May he live forever. My next cat's going to be a parrot cat, and it's going to live on my fucking shoulder. I'm going to be that asshole on the bus and here with the cat all the time. You <laughs> mark my words. If that doesn't make me a famous comedian, the cat lady comedian, right? She actually gets up on stage with a fucking cat, and the cat's looking at you. It's like, wow. Your next comedian, uh, he's a really funny young man, and he runs a great open mic on Wednesdays down at Iron and Gold. You guys are going to love the Hell Hat Improv comedy of Zane Barrett. Yay! All right. Well, this is going to be fun. It's like an animal carcass you pull it out of. <laughs> Soft on the outside, but really rough on the inside. Not what you want in a vagina. 
Not what you'd want at all. Are you teaching your children Russian, Spanish, or Cantonese? I am much lazier than that. They will be getting English. I don't feel like Rosetta Stoning for my children. Uh, I'd like to. My parents said, yeah, we were going to put you in an immersion program, but we just thought you wouldn't like it. And I was like, the, really? Like, they already thought I was going to be a racist as a child? I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. All right. What else we got here? All right. If a hell hat is in someone's head alone in the forest, can you still pick a suggestion? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the hell hat's a sentient being. It's got its own thing going on. I think, uh, yeah, it just comes up with its own thing. These don't come from outside. They actually just replenish from the inside of the hat. It's a, mag it's a magic hat. It's like uh, the Harry Potter hat. <clears throat> All right. Sexiest non-sexual body part. I don't, the, the whole body is pretty sexy. Sexiest non-sexual body part. Like the spine. I don't know. That would be really weird. I'd feel like they were getting ready to murder you if they were just like to stroke your spine. That like they were going to like you they were going to do something with it. Like, yeah, I want this but outside of the body. I'm going to hang this up. It's going to be like a hat rack. You come in, you just have like a spine and all that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that would be very odd. I wouldn't stay for dinner, is what I'm saying. Not at that house. Fava beans and a nice Chianti. That's probably how that would end. All your dreams came true. Now what? Uh, you kill yourself. It's all about the climb, baby. It's all about the climb. Once you make it to the top, it's not fun anymore. Just put, put the bullet in there. And then, you live, and then you live in infamy forever because then you don't have that period of your career where you just get shitty and then you go out like Adam Sandler or something like that. If you just like, if you uh, Mitch Hedberg your way, just go out on top, put the, put the gun that He died of heroin, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that was it. He was the needle. He was the needle. The needle's, the needle's more common than the gun for comics, right? That's, the gun, yeah, the gun's too violent. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think, uh, I think comics are too selfish, too. They want to go out feeling good rather than just have it all end right away. It's just you want to suck the last little bit of enjoyment out of life even though you're so miserable when you're not on the heroin. Those are the best years of heroin, probably. Those first couple, those first couple, that's when it's just, it's probably amazing. Intervention says the last two are, are not so good, though. Uh, not, not so good. Which is like, that's, uh, that's it's really shitty that they do that. I, another comic has this, but I agree with it, too, that they show the entire uh, Intervention episode, which most of it is like just basically making fun of the stumble drunk or the heroin addict. And then they have the Intervention, which is like really annoying because the family members don't know shit about writing letters. It's like shitty greeting cards. And then they say, oh, and then they fade to black. And then, oh, look at Karen now. She's off the heroin doing well. And then that's the end. I feel like if you were a drug addict, like what? how did Karen get off the heroin? Like I, I think that'd be a better episode rather than parading people through to just show them on heroin making terrible decisions. And then it's on national TV. They probably come out of the heroin addiction. Like, God damn it, now I'm known as that person? Nobody would ever respect you ever again. You're still going to be Karen from the, the show with the needle in her arm telling your dad to fuck off, sucking dick for, for more of the drugs. It's not good. Not good. Not a good look. I don't know if she's going to be a, a hit at the water cooler at her next job. <laughs> hey, I saw you on TV last night, Karen. Yeah. Gl glad to see you're doing okay. Glad to see you're doing okay. <laughs> Have you done something with your hair since the last time I saw you? <laughs> You've done something. It's, uh, your, your eyes aren't so glazed over now. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like that eyeshadow. I should probably... 
I should probably get that thing looked at. There is a mole on my back that I actually do want to get looked at. It's, uh, it's probably benign, but you never know. I get to do the cancer shuffle where you, they take the biopsy and you wait for two weeks thinking you're going to die. I've been avoiding that. Thanks for putting this in the hat. Damn it. <laughs> my life came crashing into me. Like Dave Matthews. All right. Yay! All right. <laughs> In, invent a ridiculous national holiday. Ooh. I think a ridiculous national holiday. Damn. I'm not Chris. I'm not that creative. I can't come up with it on the spot. Nope. I'm putting it back in. Somebody else will do something better with that. I don't want to waste it. Somebody's going to get a good one. Inadequacy caused by my siblings. Yes, yes, that did happen. I, had, uh, I, thought, uh, I thought I wanted to be a porn star for a really long time when I was a kid. Actually, I, I watched porn with my brothers at nine, and I thought that that was a real thing. I was like, wow, he's a doctor, he's a lawyer, he's got all these jobs. It's crazy. And then, man, you find out that is not true. He's uh, just a meth addict with a big dick, and he lives in L.A. somewhere. But he's clean. That's the cool thing about porn stars. You would think like, oh, they have the most STDs. No, they're the safest people to fuck, to be honest. They get tested all the time, and they're pretty good at it, apparently. Anal! Uh, I tried it once, and I didn't like that the speed had to change. You have to go a lot slower, and then you'd have to, you'd have to be suspect of a girl who lets you just really raw dog ram it into her, because you're like, hey... Who are you doing this with? Because we don't do it that often, and this is this, it feels a little too loose for me. I don't know. I, I, I prefer, I never had a problem with the vagina. It wasn't like I was like, ah, this thing's, it's a little too loose, and it, and it's, and it smells too good. Let's, uh, let's go tighter and stinkier. I, don't, I never really got it. I don't know. I think that's just, you've run out of options. It's like uh, when you hit your kid. It's just like, you've run out of options then. If you're going to anal, it's like, there's something else. Maybe he's not treating you right. You should start somewhere else, maybe. Maybe don't go to the butthole, just right away. Therapy, maybe. <laughs> Therapy, keep my girlfriend's asshole healthy, thank you very much. <laughs> Dr. Matthews is a saint. Um, my mom was wrong about me being successful at this that <laughs> in the comedy game. No, no, she, uh, what was she wrong about? Um, I don't know. It, it'd actually be too dark. Yeah, yeah, nope. Too much. Too much for the hell hat. All right, worst experience with potatoes. <laughs> worst experience with potatoes. I got, oh, yeah, I got, uh, as a kid, somebody, some parent bought their kid a potato gun, which it, it turns baked potatoes, which weigh about five pounds. They are, they are actually massive rocks of uh, vegetables. And they gave it to the kid, and the thing is basically a bazooka for potatoes. Domed me right in the head. I was riding a bike, just pff, fell right off the bike. And then, and then I had, and then so that was like, and then you go to the hospital, and they're like, what happened? Hit with a potato, fell off a bike. He, li he lives in the suburbs. White kids get bored. That's what we come up with. We fire shit at each other that we shouldn't. We used to dip uh, liquid nitrogen. We had a dermatologist in the neighborhood. We'd dip vegetables in liquid nitrogen and throw them at each other. Yeah. Yeah, we were, we were crazy. We needed something to do. This banana is shit. <laughs> yeah, when they... Uh, I like them when they're not ripe, but when they get brown, yeah, they, they look like shit and they do become shit. It's too sweet. It's mushy. Just make, make bread with it. Come on. Just like grandma used to. All right, I'll, I'm only doing a couple more of these. Uh, time travel. What do you change? Ooh, ooh. Um, 
Uh, we actually, uh, we would invent a system of eliminating narcissists early. We would find the children who are just obviously showing signs of being dickheads and just end them all. We'll just take them out back and just, uh, we can purify a race through, uh, through a certain kind of eugenics. I think that would work out better. I don't know. That was, that was terrible. <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere, but no, that just ended on what? What are you talking about? All right. This is my last one. This is my last one. We got to pass this bitch off. Uh, what you would put inside an Easter egg? Drugs. That is the drugs. That's how you get adults to do anything that is associated with child-like stuff. We had a bunch of drug dealers lived in a house, uh, which I thought was weird. Why would you have the competition live with you? Like that was it. Just became it was weird. Like people would be coming over and then they would all sit there and be like, "Oh, is this for me?" Like. Ah. Nah, yeah, Jeff's in his room. Like, sorry about that. It made no sense. But they, uh, one of them had a birthday, and so they filled a pinata with bags of little bags of drugs. And that was the only time I've seen adults like kick each other like children do to get everything. Uh, it was a good haul. It was a good haul. We had a good time. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Zane Barrett, everyone. Yes. I think that could be your new national holiday, would be mixing Easter eggs with drugs and drug Easter. Easter. Yeah, there was, um, I used to live in a house in San Diego with a bunch of dudes, and every year for Easter, because we all smoked cigarettes, like I still do, like, like a disgusting human being, but we'd have a great smoke hunt, and they would take a whole carton of cigarettes and unpack all of them and hide them all over the house and in the backyard, and we would run around on Easter morning just like, what? And we'd all have like a cigarette pack and we'd all go find them and fill up our cigarette packs. Nice. Creative smokers. Your next comedian, super, super funny guy. Uh, he's, have you won Rooster Tea Feathers yet? You've come in second place. Do we, did we ever find out who, what the scoring was on the thing on Sunday? He never told us, did he, who came in second place? God damn it. I wanted it to be me. Uh, we had a show together on Sunday at Cobbs. It was really fun. And he's a really great comedian. You guys are going to love him right now. Everybody, Joey Avery! Ah, uh, Thank you, Pam. Pam and I had a great time. We got drunk and watched Shark Tank together in the green room. It's fantastic. I'm ready to fucking angel invest. Um, I've never... <laughs> I've never done this before. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Uh, do I just go until I run out of steam, basically? Awesome. I won't keep you guys too long, I promise. <laughs> All right. Uh, top three sex positions you'd try with Pam. Is this particular... Ah, I have a feeling I know who wrote this joke, Pam Benjamin. Yes, you did. I know what you're doing. You planned this. If I look into that and it's all this, if I look into that and that entire, this is all a setup. How dare you, Pam? Um, I'm sure they'd all be uh, fantastic. Uh, you know, the number one would be the shocker. You know why? Because go Tritons. It's our alma mater. That is a UCSD specific joke. Uh, we, we both went to UCSD and I'm not kidding. Our actual slogan was shock em Tritons. And we had, dude, I'm not kidding. This is what happens when you're at a D2 school. Anything is possible. And we had foam fingers that had the shocker. I'm not kidding. We had the two in the pink, one in the stink. 
foam fingers, which makes me hope that somewhere on campus there's a giant foam vagina and butthole just waiting for all of those. I assume that's how it would go. And that's your tax dollars at work. Um, what is going on? I'm not kidding. This one is top three sex positions you'd try with Matthew Banks. That is... Is this an entire fucking hat full of these? Are we all about to fuck? Is that what's happening here? Is this is the Hell Hat Orgy Show at Mutiny Radio? It's going to turn into a cacophony of moans for the average online listener. Um, that's a good question. Matthew Banks. Uh, well... I'd let him tune my piano anytime. Aww. I know that. Oh, it's true. He he does. He tunes and fixes pianos. That was ended up being a weird tender moment. Uh, but I guess I don't know if I have three more. Um, although since we're both boys, I guess doggy style would probably be a natural fit. I don't know how many other ways to fuck a man. Uh, I mean, I could put your legs up behind your. Sorry, I'm. We we could switch, you know. I'm equitable, obviously. I'm a generous lover, but I go first. Um, and then after I come, I'll just get a magazine, and you can do whatever you will. Um, I that's <laughs> rant about Trump, but replace Trump with shoe. <laughs> that is. A strange one. Uh, I think my least favorite thing about shoe is that it is looking really old and leathery and orange. I feel like I can't trust this shoe. I feel like this shoe is really sticking its foot right up the ass of most of America. Actually, I feel like I just made him a shoe. I don't think that's what this was asking me to do. I'm supposed to rant about Trump, but I don't think it makes sense to be like, you know, I think it's really weird that shoe fired Comey. I don't know exactly what Shu thought he was doing, but uh, but something smells weird, and I think it's the shoe. Uh, I. To be honest, do I think the shoe engaged in espionage with Russia? No, I just think the shoe's a fucking idiot. But see, it, yeah, all right. Uh, I don't know what this means, so I'll just put it back. Said old Sultan six swans. Okay, not alone. That's good. I didn't know if I was uh, going to like if I said that four times if I'd beam up somewhere. Whoa, this is uh, surprisingly specific. I mean, not, but like it really feels like I'm pulling things that I was meant to pull because this one is what did you see at Coachella? <laughs> How many of the other comedians went to Coachella? Anyone? I was I was there. Uh, acts. I saw bands. I saw I saw a lot of people in double vision. I saw um, I saw a lot of white people scratching each other's heads. That's something that you see at Coachella. Um, I I noticed that. This person spelled Coachella wrong. So, 
I don't know if this was written at Coachella, but um, sure. Uh, I saw Kendrick Lamar, and I was close enough that he looked into my eyes, and I think it was the most I've ever wanted to make love to another man <laughs> until that whole scene with Matthew Banks. Um, <laughs> what meal would be better in suppository form? <laughs> Uh, is ecstasy a meal? Because I'm pretty sure that if you put that <laughs> up your butt, you just die and go to heaven. Like if I, if I OD'd by taking Molly up the butt, I think that I would have been in heaven before I actually died. I think that's like a good way to go, right? Ass first. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like an actual meal. I mean, kale shake, obviously, because goes up and then you're ready to just comes right back cleans you out it's like a, it's like a veggie based enema uh no matter which direction you take it and that's why it's good for you i'll do a few more um best cat call line that's a good one uh what's up over there nice box I think that's good. That's a good one. To the point, girls like it when you call it a box. That's not true. Is there a good word for a vagina? I've never heard a girl, like, like girls really commit to one that they like. Because a lot of girls are like, I don't like pussy. Vagina sounds like my aunt's name. You know? Tuna canoe. Tuna canoe. That's a that's a good one, and that's especially a hot one to just say in the throes of passion. Just like, oh yeah, is your tuna canoe in the water? Is it is it wet yet? All right, the old ham hammock, um, <laughs> the axe wound. That's a fun one. You heard that? That's particularly because it looks all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, though, it's pretty, like, if you were, you know, okay. <laughs> okay, favorite Netflix and chill movie or show? <sighs> that's a good one. We haven't fucked with the TV on in a little while. Um, that's, that's too personal, but Planet Earth, actually. Planet Earth is the one. Planet Earth is the one, right? Because A, if you if you do it, like you're not really missing a ton of narrative, you can go back. But also it's like you want to get in the mood. How about let's prime ourselves for what God intended? Alright? If you've ever seen a cockatoo do its little sex dance, if that doesn't get you hard, you're not a human. Alright? Uh, and I'll finish up here. Uh, we have time? Alright, well. I'll that one isn't very good. Mm. Does this drug hurt if I take it? <laughs> it sounds like Zach Wiseman was like writing this and wondering at the same time. <laughs> I mean, if it's heroin short and long term, yes. But you know what? The real best drug in the world is love, and you never know if it's going to hurt you. How about that? Is this the is this the poetry slam? Let's go. Let's go. Get those tuna canoes out. Let's fucking party. This is blank. So, all right. <laughs>
I get to just do a joke. Um, all right. <laughs> Why are men? <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is what this says. <laughs> Why are men? That's... That's a good question, you know? And I think that's a question that the nation as a whole is grappling with, society trying to figure it out, but I, men, baby, I don't know. We get it in. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> men, we get it in. <laughs> men, it's what's for dinner, <laughs> depending on what you're into. <laughs> All right, my mama told me that. I put that one back. All right, this will be... Oh, it's a two-part. I'm going to put that away. Uh, ooh. <laughs> what slash who is your spirit animal? I don't know. That's actually kind of a hard... Like, I would have thought that I've done enough drugs to answer that very quickly. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. I'm sorry. I'll put it back in case someone someone does. Could be a turtle. <laughs> that was re that's really fun. <laughs> you could be a turtle, <laughs> like a pink turtle. <laughs> Alyssa, you're you're so high, your shirt's about to become tie dye. That's <laughs> that's fucking amazing. That is awesome. Um, oh man. Uh, <laughs> pros and cons to doing it in a graveyard. <laughs> uh, mm. Because the only thing better than being six, <laughs> because the only thing better than being six feet under is being six inches deep. Ah, uh, that was weird. But I'm gonna end it on that. Thank you guys so much, Joey Avery. Everyone, yes, masterful with the hell hat. All right, your next comedian. I'm excited to see what happens. How many drugs has she taken today? Yes, all of the drugs. Everybody, uh, put your hands together for the very funny Alyssa Westerlund. Okay, so that last set really made me start thinking about why is it that women are the ones getting the manicures, guys are the ones sticking their fingers in shit, right? Why have I never seen a dude with a nail file? I am really offended. Like, you guys need to be filing your fucking nails. Like, it always hurts. I had this guy kind of scratch my butt the other day, and then it was just all over for me. And if, if he had used a nail file or gotten manicure, like... Anyway, that could have been way more fun. Um... <laughs> invent a ridiculous national holiday. Why there is a stupid fucking holiday for every day. There's already a bunch of retarded holidays. Uh, a, a ridiculous one. Um, just don't go to work again. like for real. Just don't quit your job day. <laughs> quit your job. You gotta quit your job today. Uh, everybody is doing it. If you don't do it, you're, uh, you're a loser. Um, why did, didn't you go to comedy college? Fuck whoever wrote 
suck. My, the yellow ones do suck. <laughs> we're going back to that. Uh, you were right, Chris. I love you, Chris. I really do. Just, I'll see you. I'll be eggs. It'll be great. Oh, yeah. They're f- fucking weird. What would you give Pam's cat Spike to make him like you more? Hmm. Hmm. I'm really good with pets. I pet them a lot, and they like me. Um, they think I'm like them, like I'm a small animal. I make a lot of noises. I purr a lot. I probably just give them companionship. You know, like at parties, I play with people's children and their pets, because that's where I fit in. Um, so I would just give him love. I'd just give him so much love. He would just love me. Because I'm just oh, all love. That's, uh, I want to bite his fucking head off, but okay, another... You ride the mic stand like it's a... How... <laughs> oh, these are stupid Dateline mundane life events. Yeah, only your life is that mundane, Ken. You didn't even show up. You just wrote a bunch of stupid shit. You fucking punk. First of all, I don't like the kind of porn you like. <laughs> Why the fuck, Ken? You both, uh, you're so fucking weird in too many ways. I don't, uh, my asshole hurts because it doesn't, but that asshole scratched it and it kind of does, actually. Um, it's got scratch. It's because you guys don't file your fucking nails. That's why my asshole hurts. <laughs> Sex with, uh, can't read that. Katahula? It's just some, you know, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't fuck animals. I mean, yeah, men are beasts for sure. Um, your best drug boo story. Um, best. Okay, because I always think my best story is the one that's happening right now. Right? Because all that shit's over. It's a memory. Boring. Uh, but best booze drug story. God, dude. So when I... So I tell this joke a lot about when I... Um, when I got my first period, my mom wanted to do something special for me. She wanted to throw a little party, do a little initiation. So she gave me mushrooms. And uh, that was the first time I had ever taken hallucinogens. And um, I am on mushrooms right now, so, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. But mom, um, she thought it would help, like as far as like becoming a woman, you know, and uh, so I ate all these mushrooms, and me and my mom, we had this uh, bed on the deck, we had this basket we would sleep on on the deck, and there was a sky bed too, but I was too high at that point to walk out there. Anyway, a sky bed is a thing that's just 30 feet up, and you climb on top, and you sleep above the tree line, and you can see all the stars. So we didn't go there, because somebody might fall off, but we were sleeping on the deck, and I tell mom, I was like, mom, these fucking mushrooms of yours, I'm 13, uh, aren't working. This is bullshit. And your stupid medicine, whatever this is, <laughs> doesn't work. And she said, okay, honey. She was pretty stoned. And she said, okay, honey, go into my room. They're in this thing in the box under the, you know. And so I go into the box, and there are the mushrooms. She says, just take a couple more. So, of course, I take way too many more because I'm a child. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> So so I eat them, I stick them in my mouth, and I'm chewing on them, and as I walk out of my mother's bedroom, it was like, oh, God, what did I just do? I was like, the walls were breathing. I was like, why did I eat more? What's happening? Mom, Mom, the carpet is breathing. It's alive. The walls are going to eat me. And then I was like, no, calm down. She's high. You don't want to freak her out. Don't freak out, Mom. Everything's fine. The carpet is breathing. And then I just was on the carpet for like 
a long time because there were all these like veins of like blood red oh my god it was so beautiful it looked like it was alive and i was and then i finally got back outside to the stars and my mom and mom was asleep <laughs> i was like what kind of fucking babysitter are you <laughs> let alone mother you're supposed to be sitting for me when you do major amounts of hallucinogens someone's supposed to be conscious for you that's why I was supposed to do drugs with my parents, not with my friends, because my parents would stay awake <laughs> and make sure I was fine. She did not make sure I was fine. Anyway, I didn't do anything bad. I did make some f late night phone calls. And I, um, I also tore everything off the walls in my bedroom and then reassembled it before she woke up. So that was pretty good. That was the first time. Okay, awkward favorite. This is, okay, we gotta, this is fucking, give me something, baby. Give me something. Uh, wait, I love organic. Um, uh, okay, so I eat organic food. Yeah, I'm one of those fucking people. I do it matter of course. When your mom gives you mushrooms, she also has a garden, okay? <laughs> so, so everything was from our, yeah, it was all ours. And uh, we had organic meat. Uh, my neighbor grew the meat. I ate organic ostrich. I mean, everything I ate when I was a kid was organic. I would get scared at people's houses when they would serve me stuff like macaroni and cheese. I had never seen a color like that on food before. I thought, I was very scared. Everyone I knew thought I was super picky uh, because I didn't like artificial coloring in food. Uh, it was really hard. And then when I would bring them over to my house, they didn't like the kale or the toast or any of that shit and they were like don't go to Alyssa's house they serve weird food <laughs> and it was like it was like really good food you guys this is my mother made as she might be crazy and she might give me drugs and stuff but she made every meal from scratch she knew about quinoa before all your fucking hipster cunt asses did <laughs> She has little, she goes to the bulk section. She has these little baggies of like just all kinds of, you don't even know, but like bulk. Anyway, she's into it. I, I ate really well is what I'm saying uh, growing up. And now I refuse to eat the crap that most of you people call food. I think it's disgusting. And it probably all should come in enema form because that's what it is. Um, <clears throat> Who the fuck is Humphrey Bogart? Well, he's a sexy bitch. That's who he is. Uh, I, I'd, I'd do Humphrey. I mean, dead, alive, whatever. I don't... <laughs> I hear they get erections when they die, so it's probably just like a... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, come on, it goes down, but who knows. But Humphrey Bogart, uh, he, he is one of those ugly motherfuckers that back in the day when it was like easy to get on TV, because literally all you had to do was go to Hollywood and be an asshole that wanted to be on TV, and then they were like, well, we don't have a lot of you, there's no internet, you're ugly as shit, Humphrey, but we got a role for you. Anyway, uh, Humphrey was a charming motherfucker. Jimmy Stewart, though, uh, takes a cake every time, every day, and Lenny Bruce, please, please come back so I can fuck you. <laughs> The wedding of Jay-Z and Beyonce. I don't watch TV. I don't care. That's stupid. Why do you give a shit about someone else's wedding, you fucking loser? <laughs> Are you fucking, yeah, you weren't invited. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> sex with past person. I just said I would fuck Lenny Bruce. Um, 
who, when, like, I don't get, like, with past person, you want to hear a recent sex story, you guys? Like, the last time I fucked. So I've got this guy, I don't like relationships, I haven't done them in about six, seven years. Like, earlier I was telling some people at the mic that I was engaged to a murderer. Yeah, so my only clear way out of not ending up in a shitty relationship is being single. I've been single for, like, seven years. Woo me! Woo me! So in the meantime, what do I do? Because I need to get mine, right? What do I do? I have very handsome, very wealthy men who like to eat my pussy. Um, and that's what they do. They feed me caviar. They eat my pussy. It doesn't take too long. It's a very painless transaction. Uh, I love them for what they do. They love me. We don't text. We don't talk. I don't call them in the middle of the night because I don't fucking need that shit in my life. And uh, But yeah, that's so the last person I fucked uh, literally came over, stripped my clothes off as I was telling him some dumb story, threw me on my kitchen table and ate my pussy. And I came like three times on his face and then he fucked me. Uh, that was... That was <laughs> I was past sex, who, when, who is he, who cares? Um, <laughs> that's, that's how I get mine, ladies. You got to get in on this. I teach classes, actually. Yeah, on how to, on how to get someone that just loves to eat your pussy. I, I don't know what I'm doing right, honestly. I just keep getting the same thing. They all give me massages, and they all love the way my pussy tastes like I feel like I did something right like they just come over they rub me they eat my pussy they feed me caviar <laughs> why was I dating people why did I have a boyfriend oh I got this stupid spirit animal shit uh definitely a lion duh look at my fucking hair retards okay um, obviously I'm a I'm a very large dominating cat that probably would eat you okay if I if I was hungry I'm not hungry don't worry I'm not gonna eat you but I do have the mouth for it um <laughs> Thoughts on ice cream sandwiches. You know, they're really good. Um, it's, I want one. Do you have one? Why, why are you talking about food? Um, you don't have any ice cream sandwiches. Uh, I really like them. That's so fucking... Jesus, people. Ice cream sandwiches. You guys... Oh, God. More pubes. Tri man pubes tremor now. You're stupid. I hate you, Ken. I hate you. I'm just going to read some of them. Violent pacifist. I am a violent pacifist. Well, first of all, pacifist has the word fist in it, right? Like, if, you know, like, what is wrong? Uh, anyway, I just can see that right now. I think it's the mushrooms. I'm like, why? All I see is violent fist. I don't even see the passive part. It's like, no. Um, violent people. I hate you. I hate Ken. I'm going to shoot him. Okay, okay, not all the yellow ones. Okay, we're just playing. Could you get could get a man pregnant? What could get a man pregnant? Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, if I could do it, I would make them all have babies. Uh, duh. So then they wouldn't have this abortion argument anymore. It would be <laughs> like, like, you know, I just have all the men pregnant, please. Yes, let's do it. Let's get them pregnant. Ladies, are you down? <laughs> like, how do we? I want to know how. I'm assuming they're syringes. Um, like full of other men's cum. Like I feel like we have a yeah, cum. Yeah, I saw that in a porn once. I watch a lot of gay porn. And the guys were all standing around a cup. It was really gross. It was college stuff. So these college boys are dirty. But they uh, they all came in a cup, and then they took a syringe full and shoved it in his butt. And I feel like that's exactly how you would get a man pregnant. <laughs> like that. <is> <laughs> <laughs> uh, least favorite noise. Uh, uh, 
don't I don't hate things like that. Um I like noises. Um uh, least favorite noise. Farts are kind of threatening, you know, it's a little upsetting. Thoughts on Ninja Turtle ice cream. Who the fuck likes ice cream? Anyway, okay, so I was having sex with this guy the other day. He had an amazing time. This wasn't the one who ate my pussy a bunch, it was a, some other douchebag. Um he didn't know the drill, right? He hadn't been briefed and afterwards he's laying there having you know, and she's like, and I'm frustrated. And he looks over at me and he's like, Alyssa, what are you doing? Your job. (laughs) 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 Alyssa Westerlund, everyone. Hooray! Hooray! Yay! Your next comedian, he's another hilarious guy. He runs a great open mic on Wednesdays at the Eagle. Sign up to 5.30. Show from 6 to 8, and there's a showcase once a month. But you guys are going to love him here right now. It's Colin Holtz. Yay! This is a tiny microphone stand. All right. Bring it up to boy level. Oh. Thoughts on Ninja Turtle ice cream? Well, I don't know. I think Ninja Turtle ice cream's pretty good. It's not exactly my favorite, though. I'm kind of more of a fan of the SpongeBob ice cream because it's yellow and it's like French vanilla. I think it's a little yellow. You look at it, it's kind of a little bit more yellow than the other vanilla ice creams. So it matches with the SpongeBob. I like it a lot. But like the Ninja Turtle ice cream, it's green. It's not even mint flavored. What are they doing? I don't know. Not a fan of the Ninja Toto ice cream, but I really like the chocolate shell they got it going on with. I, I'll do that. It's like a dilly bar that you get from your ice cream vendor. You know the dilly bar looks like a little belly button in the middle? I like it a lot. Okay. Interview questions for people in hell. All right. How many times does your skin peel off in a day? Oh, that doesn't sound good. Things are hot in hell, huh? Mmm, you have ingrown toenails every 24 seconds? Why is it every 24 seconds? It would make more sense if it was every six seconds. How is it hanging out in that lake of lava? Is it hot? Does everybody take their clothes off and go skinny dipping? Welcome to hell. Interview questions for people in hell. Oh, hey, does your asshole smell more down there? I bet it does. Ooh. I bet you have diarrhea all the time, don't you? Uh-huh. Did you just come blood? That's what I thought. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Porn prohibition. Uh-huh. All right, all right, all right, all right, boys. Lots of people are watching porn. 
We gotta stop them from watching all this porn. <laughs> There's a tissue epidemic in the landfills. <laughs> you don't even know. I'm an environmentalist. People are jacking off too much. Why am I going through puberty right now? I don't understand the pleasures of the flesh nor the necessity for human contact. Please, we need to stop people from watching porn and having access to things to jerk off to, whether it be man or woman. Nobody has any fun. If, if you want to do porn simply as an art project, this is acceptable. There shall be no money exchanged for goods and or services. <laughs> and, and if you do, just know that the good fellas are coming. Why do they, oh, what's, what's in these barrels? Are these barrels full of porn? <laughs> Aged for 18 years. All right. That's just, did they forget the L? Because this says pussating boner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's do both. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> we're just at an EDM concert, and boy, is my boner pulsating. Just <laughs> every single beat and every single drop. I feel like the skin is going to burst open. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that would not be good. Because then it will be a pussating boner. All right, thank you for that. You're welcome, everyone. This whole, this whole answering these questions in character is not great. But I'm still going to do it. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> America's next fat asshole. Why don't you run over there and grab me some extra pancakes? <laughs> uh, waitress has some hams on her, doesn't she? Why does everything equate to food for me? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, excuse me, hun. Just uh, lather those up with some syrup. <laughs> Yeah. Ah. Uh, and while you're at it, why don't you sit on my tiny dick? 
I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> when, I, when I shit this out, I'm going to have to wipe both sides of my mud flaps. <laughs> I'm a regular here. Could you please bring me my insulin? Okay. <laughs> knowing what you know today, <laughs> knowing what you know today, do you wish you were dumber or smarter? I wish that I was dumb enough to not know how dumb I am, but it also goes the other way where I wish I wasn't smart enough to realize that other people are smarter than me. Like, when you don't have a comeback for someone and you're like, well, you got me. I wish I just was ignorantly blissful and I was like, ah, he was making a great joke. We're just friends. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. <laughs> okay, worst band, no, I don't know. Worst band singer for a wedding. Oh, you know what? I'll commit to this. Worst band singer for a wedding. Uh, uh, young Ugly God just singing Beat My Meat and, and Booty from a Distance the whole time. There we go. Kindred spirits. Giving up. Why try? Why then? How do you like it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Impeach. Well, Peach is my favorite of the uh, Super Smash Brothers characters. Uh... I chose to interpret that as I'm Peach in Super Smash Brothers. Uh, she just whips out Toad and throws your own moves back in your face. That's so badass. She can hover like Mary Poppins. She hovers like Mary Poppins with an umbrella except she uses her dress and she like curtsies. And then there's magic dust that just floats around the skirt, the dress. All right. I'm Peach. <laughs> Everyone thinks you puked, but you didn't. <laughs> Guys! I swear to God, I just spilled a mixture of baby food and chopped up carrots and peas down my shirt. I swear to God, I'm losing my voice. That's why it's really hard for me to act, act really upset. I didn't puke though. I know it smells really, God damn it. Why is my, as somebody told me it's allergy season. This is making me really angry. Okay. 
I didn't puke though. I swear you puked. You probably puked. I was asleep this whole time. You probably puked all over me. You fucking piece of shit. I didn't puke. Why would you? Okay. Why would you try? Don't. Are you? Are you trying to make me think that I? I don't think that I puked, but maybe I. Did I puke? <laughs> All of you are so convinced that I puked. I'm starting to think maybe I did puke, but I'm pretty sure I didn't puke. Has that ever happened to you? Somebody's like, so sh everybody's like, nah, this is what you did. And you're like, I, I wasn't even there. <laughs> but they're so convinced, like, they're like, no, you fucking, this, we saw you. And then they show you like a picture of your doppelganger and you're like, maybe I was there. Maybe I did do that thing. Listen, maybe I'm just really gullible. Oh my God, I puked. All right, you got me, everybody. I puked. <laughs> Tweezers. Uh, I don't really use them a lot. Whenever I get a splinter, I wish I had them. Hmm. <laughs> Nobody's ever asked me for tweezers. All right, this is my last one. Hey, craft beer. Uh, I'm a beer craftsman. Make artisan beers. I live with my parents because you can only make good beers when you're surrounded by love. Uh, and I know that my parents love me because why would they let me live in their basement till I was 28 years old? So listen, try my next craft beer. It's called My Parents Love Me. And uh, I'm just trying to cure alcoholism. All right. Colin Holtz, everyone. Colin Holtz. Committing to the hat in a different way. I loved it. Your next comedian, she's going to come up here and pull out of that. Oh, you're going to wear your backpack. That's nice. Are you afraid it's like the brainwash? You're afraid it's going to get stolen? No, I'm just going to put it down. Oh, okay, okay. It's cute. You look cute with the backpack. You look, you look like you're going to school. <laughs> Uh, hey, everybody, clap your hands for your next comedian, Valerie Vernelli. Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm more nervous for this than any other thing that I have to do, but we're just going to commit to the hat. So let's fuck it. The importance of facial hair. I mean, if you want that, like, distinguished look like I have, you definitely got to commit to a mustache and chin hairs. I think it's very important for a woman to be, like, masculine enough to get respect in the workplace. Or you could dress like this. I don't know, like, if that's what your thing is. I don't know. I think dudes like, with facial hair, like, that's a big commitment. Like, especially when they get those, like, ZZ top beards. You know what I mean? I, d I wonder, do they have their own conditioner and shit? Do you guys know? They do have their own like conditioner and shit. Oil. Oil. Yeah, they, they, lube it up. 
they lube it up all right so good thing to know i just wonder is it like can you use that for like this area too you wouldn't recommend it maybe you throw off the ph or something in your vagina i don't know have we had like many presidents with facial hair or just like abe lincoln Taft? Garfield. But I mean, most of them I feel like are clean shaven, so maybe like facial hair isn't that important. Who gives a fuck? Anyway, make up your own because I got high verse. Um, I was really unmotivated to achieve most of my goals because I got high. Because I got high. Um, I thought about opening for work and then I got high. I don't know the song that fucking well. <laughs> like, but what are we high on? Like, is it just weed or can we say like, you know, oh, I really cleaned my room really well because I got high, you know? Like, oh, I walked around the tenderloin with my fucking pants off because I got high, because I got high. I actually saw a fucking dude in the Tenderloin the other day. Like, I was in an Uber um, pool, let me be honest. Um, and he was, like, on all fours with a fucking straw, just sniffing at, like, anything on the ground. And I thought that was the funnest thing ever. Like, if you don't have a job, like, do that shit. Like, that's my opinion. Anyway, are Mondays better than lasagna? But the way they wrote it, it looks like Lazazna. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Homeschool. Um, it's true. If you know them, it's true. Um, are Mondays better than lasagna? No, obviously not. Like, nobody's ever been like, oh, thank God it's fucking Monday. Never in your life have you ever said that shit. And fucking, like, cheesy pasta-y goodness with fucking sausage and fucking marinara sauce and fucking I don't fucking know anyway sounds good worst roller coaster experience I don't really like roller coasters to be honest like I am a fucking pussy like I know that I look intimidating to a lot of people but honestly like that shit just freaks me out I've only done like the drop zone shit at Great America and then I've done like the Disneyland shit with the what's it called the fucking bear one where it's just the drop, the big fucking drop, and then I just like splash mountain. That's that shit terrifies me. My stomach goes in my fucking. It's just terrible. Actually, lie, Knott's Berry Farm, the wooden fucking roller coaster, where I'm just like, there's too many white people on this fucking ride. I don't feel safe. You know what I mean? Because white people like, I know we shouldn't get into race, but I'm just saying like, you do that shit more than we do. Um, you know. Okay, most beta thing you've ever done what does that mean beta but what is what does beta mean no it's like pre like if you get like beta financing it's like before before the it's like the demo but what does this mean like i don't understand what is beta the most before thing you've ever done doesn't translate it's completely non it's nonsense most submissive thing all right most submissive thing I've ever done. Probably admitted to talking shit 
when I didn't talk shit. Like that's probably the most thing where I'm just like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to be in conflict with you for like three days over you thinking I said something that was true. But you know, I didn't even say it once I found out from the third party that I didn't say it. I just was drunk and that's it. I guess apologizing for shit that I didn't do. Um, Jade pussy eggs. Oh, dude, I was reading about this shit. Like, it's the fucking, it's a little, it's like the the balls, the Benoit balls, but it's just an egg and you shove it up there and then you fucking keep it in there and your fucking muscles get tight. I say, you know, if you're dedicated to this shit, like, fuck it, I, I'm not mad at you. I just always tell like women like like you're never gonna be like John Benet Ramsey like stop trying to fucking get to her pussy tightness like I don't understand it's fucking truth I mean we fucking fetishize the fuck out of her Jade Pussy Eggs that would be a cool band name though you know what I mean like a nice ska band like Jade Pussy Eggs and then slapping the bass and all that kind of shit and then they sell Jade Pussy Eggs with the band logo and then when I think Jade, I think of Asians. When I think pussy, I think pussy. And then eggs. I mean, maybe this could be like a Chinese dish at a restaurant, maybe, you know, with a side of rice. I don't know. I don't know. Awkward favors. I don't, I mean, nobody really asked me to do weird shit. I guess an awkward favor would be like, hey, can you give my boyfriend a hand job? Because I'm just... <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. I just thought it'd be funny if I said, if I asked my dad to give my boyfriend a handjob, but that's probably not. Surrogate mothers. I'm for that shit. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, why should I have to, if I've already got the funds for a baby, I should have the funds for like a different incubator than me, right? Like, I got to keep this figure going. The internet can't fucking hear what I look like, but I'm fat. This, these are things. Why do, why do people do that? Why is it when I say the reality, people go, have more confidence in yourself? Like, I'm still confident. It's just reality of, you know, this, these pants have no zipper. Like, do you understand where I'm at? <laughs> fucking, yeah, I'm a fucking carry a baby for fucking night. Like, no, I'm already wearing maternity clothes. Like, I just want to look like I had one. <laughs> and just let this little fucking skinny bitch have it. Why the fuck not? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, and plus, like, the pregnancy shit, the fucking having to push it out of your fucking, I've heard people's, like, fucking, what's this called? Pelvic bone, like, breaking because of a fucking kid's shoulders. I'm like, fuck that, dude. This kid's having one arm. That's what the fuck's gonna happen. And then I'm gonna post that motherfucker on Instagram like they do those dogs with no legs and arms. You've seen it. They make, they get like fucking 100,000 likes. Like, you know what Kim Kardashian has to do to get that many likes? This dog just had to have an unfortunate accident and now they're making all this fucking money and they're bringing positivity to the world. Anyway, <laughs> meeting significant others, parents slash siblings. I think a lot of people say this, but you just hope that their parents are dead and if they have siblings that they're rich. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you fucking hope for. Pegging. I mean, I'm into the idea, you know what I mean? Like when I heard Usher was into it and I used to have a crush on Usher, I'm like, fuck yeah, you know what I mean? But also that's just like a weird. What is it? It's when you strap on a dick as a woman and then you fuck a guy in the ass. Oh. <laughs> I like how like it's the one giggle. I'm just saying, cause Zane, you tried it, right? Like you've got this on lock. Yeah. <laughs> 
But the thing is, you guys have a prostate, so like I thought that's the whole point. Is like that's why anal is like good for you, not good for you, like as in like milk is good for you. But I'm just saying like. Nah. Oh, at least it's something to talk about, you know. <laughs> no, like, there's a lot of shit we all do just for the fucking story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, none of us get as fucked up as we do just to be like, oh, I like to get fucked up. It's like, no, I want the story, you know, because I don't have anything else in life. Um, animal with feet are at war with animals without feet. That's news, that's news to me. <laughs> that's news to me. <laughs> That's fucking news to me, man. I will say this, though. When I see a motherfucker in a wheelchair trying to get on me before, like, on the bus, that definitely, like, gets me amped up. I'm like, dude, let me go first. It's going to be a while for you. So I guess people without feet. I don't know. Something like that. Onion socks. I mean, my feet smell like shit. That is, uh, that is honest. Onion socks. I like onions, though. Your pussy is a mirage in the desert. Another fun fact about Valerie. <laughs> fixin' to ride this stallion. Again, another fact about me. Like, I'm fixin' to... All right. <laughs> I hate that, like, people are so offended by people doing the fucking donkey shows and fucking Tijuana and shit, but I'm like, we do liken a lot of dudes to fucking horses. You know what I mean? Like... You think, you think at no point one bitch was like, fuck dealing with dudes, I'll just go fuck a stallion. It's like the same, I heard that it's like anatomically, it's the same exact thing as a dude's dick. A fucking horse dick. It's just bigger, I mean, it's gonna fucking blow your kidney out, but I'm saying like, <laughs> it's supposed to be the exact same thing. An impression of Satan. I mean, honestly, my favorite Satan is the South Park Satan. That is my favorite Satan. But um, if it was like regular Satan, it would probably sound like me at my job as a cashier. It's like, hey, uh, welcome to hell. Uh, uh, I'll be here if you need me. Take a, take a mosey around and uh, I'll see you here for the next fucking forever. <laughs> like, I don't... You know, Bob's an asshole. Just watch out for him. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got a poker game later. I mean, you know. All right, she's shiny. Another fun fact about Valerie. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I'm greasy as fuck right now. I got, just got off of work. I didn't really wash my face today. These are all things. Anyway, give it up for Pam. This was fun. I love the hell hat. I think the show is so much fun. And it is fun when like, so I, Valeska was the one who wrote the fixin' for the Stein and your pushies and mirage in the desert because I paid attention. And uh, uh, so thank you for putting those in. Do you, you got fucked by a horse yesterday? Oh. Wow. In San Francisco, on a movie? Wow. Awful offensive meme group. Bleska is rad. She's been on a couple shows, and uh, you had a killer set. I think it was two weeks ago. I really enjoyed it. Your next comedian, I'm, I'm excited uh, about him coming up to the stage. His first hell hat. So everybody clap your hands wildly for Matthew Banks. Yay! How's everyone fucking doing, huh? 
Yes! Man, there were like 20 of these. I was like, fuck, I wish I would have got that one. Uh, sweep the floor, why don't you? That just reminds me of everyone taking credit for the Warriors winning. <laughs> like, what did you have to do with it? <laughs> you just watch the fucking TV <laughs> and pay a lot of taxes, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It was frustrating to me. I guess it's because of my hatred for San Francisco. <laughs> Um, I've never seen so many nerds like basketball. Not that you're a nerd, but there's a lot of techies that are just like overwhelmed with basketball. I was like, when did this happen? <laughs> they didn't like it in PE. <laughs> they, they weren't. They, I remember playing wiffle ball with the fucking nerds. That was a that was a fun class. Throw them in the trash can in the locker room. Oh, no laughs. I was a bo broken bones. I've actually had four broken bones. Uh, I punched a guy that molested me, and I broke my arm. Uh, <laughs> that was during <laughs> that was during the fun part. Uh, yeah, I actually I broke my wrist. Actually, uh, I f I flipped a golf cart one time, and it landed on my foot, and I broke the top of my foot. I told my mom I fell in a hole, and she, she's like, how the fuck does the top of your foot get broken from falling in a hole? And then I cried and told her the, <laughs> told her the truth, because <laughs> I'm a mommy's boy. Um, yeah, I fell out of a tree and broke my ankle one time. That was a hairy day. Um, actually got a glow-in-the-dark cast for that one. Uh, never do that. It's hard to sleep with a fucking giant glowing foot <laughs> uh, with signatures all with girl signatures, like the girls you want to bang signatures all over. And I guess it's good for uh, a little jerk-off prep. Uh, <laughs> you don't need, that was the days before... Uh, Internet, internet porn, back when you had to look at Sears magazines, <laughs> the woman advertising craftsman's tools. Uh, I'm from the South. I can't help it. Those were the women I was into. Um, yeah, oh, I dislocated my elbow, too, when I was on a skateboard one time, and uh, that was into my skating days. I was in sixth grade. Uh, what the fuck does... Oh, it's upside down. Ha <laughs> ha! Your mom. Your fucking mom. Um, yeah, my mom. My mom's awesome. I don't really have anything to say about her. Um... I can talk like her. She's like, Matthew, uh, why were, <laughs> what were you doing in the bushes or something? I don't know. Uh, that's just the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, I got caught jerking off in the bushes one time. And uh, yeah, uh, I didn't get caught, but my magazines got run over by a lawnmower and they were really shot this fucking porn confetti. <laughs> like there were tits and vaginas all over the yard. Uh, that was wild. Um, Explain that one to your parents. Uh, tell the first joke you ever wrote. Uh, um, I hate watching TV eating baby carrots. You can't hear shit. Uh, that was the first one I wrote. Um, and then I think it was followed by, I wonder if blind kids, I wonder if their parents make them eat their carrots. Uh, so I had two killer carrot jokes in a row. They used to destroy back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that was when, I think I was 21 when I wrote this. Uh, worst time on stage. Oh, man. Uh, one time I did this gig in Georgia. I was, this was when I was 21. And it was a, it was a show. So it was a, you get five minutes of original material. 
and the only rules where you can't break anything, including the law. But and it it has to be original, so you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. I got up, I had written out this stand up set for five minutes, and there was no microphone, and I said a couple of jokes, and no one laughs, and somebody said, "Speak up," and I thought they said, "You suck," and I and I ran off the stage. I was fucking horrified. Um, that was pro- <laughs> that was probably the worst. Um, what the fuck is that? What is that? A name? It sounds like the name of a lion. <laughs> Charlemagne. Or that's an, that's what he. Charlemagne the. Did they make a half and half? <laughs> Do they eat Oreos together? I don't know. That's what I would do if I had a black guy boyfriend. We'd be eating the shit out of Oreos. <laughs> Fucking mint Oreos. Those are my favorite. I don't admit that. I might be called gay. Um, um, outtakes from the Bible. I think that's what that says. Outtakes from the Bible. I don't know. Bible's got some good shit in it. Um, it's got some bad shit in it, but it's got some good shit in it. Um... I got nothing. Uh, this looks fun, <laughs> doesn't it, guys? <laughs> doesn't it look like I'm having a blast? Um, I remember the. I was thinking about the roller coaster. The worst roller coaster experience I had is I almost fell out of the goddamn thing. I was. I went to the Six Flags in Georgia, and there were all these little kids on the roller coaster. I was like, that's got to be a pussy ass roller coaster. So I didn't pull the thing all the way down. I just kind of pulled it down, and we were going down this hill, and I'm literally standing straight up in the <laughs> in the fucking car, and I wrapped my hands around the. The bar, oh my God, I thought for sure I was dead. I was kind of hoping I would die. Um, no, I remember one time I was, I was extremely depressed uh, to the point of like suicide. And I'm on a whitewater rafting trip with a bunch of hot church girls. And I was in the raft and I got thrown out of the boat. And I'm psychotic, right? And I was having this debate, like do I try to get back in the boat or do I just fucking end it now? <laughs> I swear to God, it was like the craziest debate of my life. Um, I waited too long and choking on all that goddamn cold water. That was interesting. Uh, Fish sticks. Uh, That reminds me of Mitch Hedberg. He had some sort of fish sticks joke. Um, I think he's talking about fishing and what if you just caught the fish sticks (laughs) or something. I don't know. It was funny. Uh, Fish sticks. I used to eat fish sticks all the time. We had this truck that would come around. Our our my neighborhood is called the Schwan Man, Swan Man, and uh, yeah, dude, you remember that shit? That was fucking awesome. They had fucking uh, <laughs> they had these mint chocolate bars. Oh man, like I said, that that fucking mint chocolate, son. Uh, I tried Scientology once just to fuck Tom Cruise. Um, that's I don't know Scientology. I, I don't know. I I. I I remember listening to a whole podcast on Scientology. I was like, I would love to be at the top of that chain. (laughs) You have servants and shit. Have white slaves. How about that? That would be amazing, right? Um, What else do we have? There's a lot of fucking things in here. Uh, I was honest with myself. I would stop. 
I've uh, sweared to quit drinking thousands of times. <laughs> um, <laughs> coming to in jail one time, this dude had tattoos all over his body. And uh, this is back when, like, people got tattoos because they were hard, <laughs> not because they wanted, like, a cool thing on their body. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, he was passed out in the corner. He, and I was just praying the entire time, please, dear God, don't let this guy wake up. And I'm puking into this fucking hole in the ground. A drunk tank doesn't have... <laughs> doesn't have a toilet it just has a fucking hole in the ground that flushes every couple of hours and i'm fucking sitting down and i'm holding my <laughs> holding my body up puking in this thing and i'm shaking violently because i'm afraid and i'm withdrawing and um yeah that was crazy and i swore to god that i'd never drink again and the next day at two o'clock i went and picked up a nickel bag from this black guy imagine that and uh <laughs> and uh we went and we rode out in the country. Well, I went with my buddy and we were smoking this blunt. And I was, we had this like spiritual moment. We were like, what the fuck are we doing, man? You were just in jail last night. We have got to stop this. And I was like, yeah, I know, dude. What the fuck? And we threw the blunt out the window and we drove like 100 feet. And then we both looked at each other with this panic. Like, what the fuck did we just do, man? And we turned around and we went back and got the blunt. And... um that was, I remember smoking weed with this guy one time and I had blacked out because I, I was drinking too and I blacked out and I came to in the car and I'm looking straight ahead and I'm like, who the fuck am I in the car with? And I was like terrified to turn to the side and look to see who it was. And I remember I turned and it was this big, fat, goofy ass laughing. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> that was one of the scariest moments of my life. Oh, uh, you ever think you've been abducted? <laughs> that, that was weird. Uh, hit them where it hurts. Um, that's dumb. Uh, last, one. last one. Damn, this went by fast. Uh, first time you made or heard a queef. Um, I was fucking proud. <laughs> the first, and I, I tried to like play it off or like act like I didn't hear it, but it was like super loud. <laughs> I think the fucking floor rumbled a little. And um, yeah, I tried to be like a gentleman and just like act like nothing happened because I didn't want to embarrass her or whatever. Um, I don't know. It was weird. She's like, it's your fault packing all that air in there. And I was like, yes! <laughs> Achievement, right? Oh, man. I was excited about that. Uh, is that all I have on queefs? Pink noise? I think that's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. Matthew Bangs, everyone. Yay! Dealing with the hell hat with the greatest of ease. Are you ready for your headliner? Are you ready for my, yay! Are you ready for my favorite comic in San Francisco? He has the most luxurious hair and the funniest jokes and we're gonna see what happens when he pulls out of the hat. It's gonna be fucking magic. Clap your hands wildly for Joe Gorman! Pam Pam Benjamin and all of the comics. Oh my God, this is gonna be exciting. I'm not even gonna, some comics are like looking at the hat. I'm not even gonna look at the fucking hat. Backwards. Backpack fantasies. Ooh. 
backpack fantasies you mean fantasies because if your fantasy doesn't include a backpack why don't you go back to fucking cuba or russia or one of those those fucking commie countries man i only fuck with a backpack i fuck wearing a backpack filled with fucking lubricants condoms vibrators i got all of that shit it's like a fucking video game i'm pulling shit out that i need i'm wearing pajama bottoms i just got my dick sticking through the pajama bottom hole i got a backpack full of shit that's my backpack fantasy straight up dude my other backpack fantasy is i can wear a backpack at my day job and nobody fucking criticizes me and nobody knows it's because i smoke an insane amount of marijuana and i need to transport marijuana from point A to point B. I can't just stick that shit in my pocket. I need a backpack. Don't acknowledge it, though. Don't fucking bring that shit up. And now I got a fanny pack, but I wear it off to the side. Oh, my God. What a fucking game changer. I got a fanny pack fantasy now. It's every day of my fucking life, and I love it, man. I'm bringing it back, man. I'm bringing the fanny pack back. Like a fucking third grader in 1994, all right? That's, that's deep fanny pack territory there. Neon fanny packs? Get the fuck out of town. I would love a neon fanny pack. I got an elegant-ass leather fanny pack right now, but once the weekend kicks in and I'm going to a rave, neon fanny pack is back, baby. Neon fanny pack is back. Best three-letter word. Mm, let's see if I can fucking dig deep into that English lit degree, go through this fucking knowledge. My favorite words are four-letter words, you know? And I don't want to... I was going to say something like tit or ass, but those are, those are obvious, and I wish I would... This is the one time... I wish I actually knew important words. Like, and I know as a comedian, ooh, what a social faux pas. But like, if I had some obscure ass, like French three-letter word that meant multiple s sex partners at once, I would say that, like mange. Like, oh, what's that word? What's that fucking word mean? Like menage a trois. I don't know what that shit is. I wish I knew words. Favorite three-letter word. I would, you know, I almost said for like a cheap applause break, hope, but I'm so fucking dumb, I didn't realize it was four words. I only know four-letter words. Fuh. Oh, there it is. Fuh. F-U-H. It means like half-heartedly fucking with like a semi-hard dick. It's like, yo, baby, we ain't gonna fuck. We're gonna fuh. Some of the night. Mario Brothers is a metaphor for World War II. Damn, dude, what kind of sex guru wrote these fucking tips, man? Let me tell you, yo, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Look, I'm fucking flicking this shit like, oh my God, move over, David Letterman. This is how you fucking discard cards. How cool would that be if he was reading his top 10 list, flick that shit like a cigarette instead of, Bruh. oh, that's what we need. Hey, yo, DJ, get a fucking window smashing sound when I throw these cards over my shoulder. It's for the people listening at home. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, as an analogy for World War II. Are we ready for this? Fucking Bowser represents America, huh? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought Bowser was the bad guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute, World War II is where we were fighting the Nazis. 
fuck in that case. See how I fucking don't, man, what? I, this is like school. I have to know words. I have to know historical events, fucking video games. All right, here's how Mario is like World War II. I don't give a fuck about either. Hot take. Oh my God, my veteran grandfather rolling over in his grave. We'll see, pop, pop. It was worth it for that pop, pop. That's a comedy phrase for getting laughs sometimes. There are a lot of things in here. We're gonna fucking empty this hat, goofballs. The pros and cons of capitalism discussion with, yo, who wants to, who wants to talk capitalism versus, uh, uh, I guess who wants to take a con, or okay, you guys suggest, should I be pro or con capitalism? I don't fucking tell you guys why. You guys are probably gonna say I should be pro-capitalism because earlier I was implying that you should get the fuck out of America and go back to fucking Cuba or some other Russian communist country as I was alluding to earlier. I think capitalism is, I think capitalism, much like socialism, is great on paper and the fallacy comes with the corruption of humankind. Oh, fuck, I didn't, get, I didn't know I was gonna get goosebumps at this fucking TED talk. <laughs> fucking, fucking hell hat. Hell hat, more like truth bucket, god damn. Avoiding debt collectors, god damn. Be white, oh my god. Be, be white, have fucking rich parents. Be sure you're in somebody's will. Identity fraud, that's another thing, man. How come people don't fake their own deaths as much as they used to? You know what? All you gotta do is get a human skull and pull out all of the teeth. And you know what? They won't be able to identify that shit. I fucking solved debt problem. You got, I fucking fixed America. I fuck, what if America just faked its death to get out of its billion trillion dollar deficit? Like Trump is like, we're gonna fake our deaths, it's gonna be great, it's gonna be the best conspiracy theory ever. We'll see, man. Why do you hate your brother? Because he died and left me in this world alone. got a brother I got a sister I don't fucking talk to her dude we don't get along at all man and I keep telling her it's like yo we're fighting at Christmas we fight at Thanksgiving my um, when my uncle died we got into a fucking fight on the drive to his funeral dude I'm like fuck you I hope you're next in the ground bitch you're like I hope you're next in the ground I'll fucking crash this car right now make it a double tragedy I told my mom once you're dead mom I'm not talking to her. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. But she's still, yo, here's like the extra fucked up thing is she'll ask for tickets to a comedy show I'm not even on. And she's like, oh, hey, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's gonna be at Clusterfest. And I'm like, yo, I'm too fucking white and male to get booked on those kinds of festivals, dude. I'm not, I can't fucking hook it up. Worst first date. Uh, I keep, uh, and throughout high school, Throughout, ooh, you see how I got kind of fucking serious when I had to reflect on that for a hot minute? It was in high school because I would, I, I, I was never assertive. I, I'm not like the fucking alpha, 
you see on stage. So I didn't discover stand-up comedy until college. So in high school, I just did like that fucking like, if I fucking act sad, I'm sure a woman will have sex with me out of pity and just like, oh, fucking act like, and I never initiated shit. And, and like, of course, like they're going to think I'm their friend because I'm like, I'm your friend. It's like, well, fucking... And then like I'm mad that like they're like I'm like oh I'll be your friend and they're like okay great you're my friend I'm like why the fuck are you making me your friend I was weird man thank God I did acid in college and it reset my fucking personality I killed that fucking guy dude and now I fuck I straight fuck dude I fuck on the first date now never a fucking second date but I have a great first date paper or plastic. Paper or a lot of fucking young ass children, young San Francisco, they don't even know, dude. You used to have the option to have a sweet ass plastic bag, carry your groceries around, and then you could kill a woodland animal afterwards. You wouldn't even have to fucking, you wouldn't even have to see it there. You would just leave it in the woods and let nature run its course. I'm gonna murder an animal now and drink some Mountain Dew. It was amazing. And then fucking George W. Bush fucked it all up, going to war, and now we don't get plastic bags the army needs them so i have to carry around a fucking paper bag and burn it in my backyard for the same kind of rush so if i had to choose <laughs> plastic bitches i like my women like i like my bags plastic <laughs> what was <clears throat> what oj was doing that night uh, I don't know. How about killing Nicole Brown Simpson? You guys see that shit? You guys see that fucking documentary? I knew he did it. Uh, when I, I was a, I was in, uh, I was in elementary school uh, when the when the fucking OJ trial was happening, and uh, it was funny because like my my dad was like clearly like, oh, I don't like black people, uh, and that's when I kind of found out. But I remember it was during lunch break that the, the jury was done deliberating and they were like, we're gonna announce the fucking OJ verdict. And like they actually announced it in the middle of lunch and all of these elementary school kids like super fucking invested. They didn't even fucking know. They didn't even, we didn't even know he was a football player. We just knew him from the Naked Gun movie. And I knew him as a murderer because I didn't even know anything beforehand. I found out about the Naked Gun series in middle schools. So I'm like, yo, Leslie Nielsen did a movie with a murderer. This is fucking cool. That being said, fucking OJ absolutely murdered his wife. I'll say it now. He's in jail. Good riddance. <laughs> I'm fucking strong. I'm courageous for C comic bravely says OJ might have probably done it. <laughs> I can't live without. I'm not going to say something fucking dumb and like heartfelt. I can't live without my friends. I can't live without comedy. I could live without that. I could I would flourish without that shit. I need drugs, man. Like that's not only do drugs uh I, I was thinking about this Drugs are saving other people's lives because I would definitely be some kind of fucking murderer if I didn't get high. You know, like people are like, oh, comedy saved my life. It's like, dude, comedy saved your life, dude. If I wasn't smoking weed and telling jokes, I would be a cult leader and not like those good ass cult leaders, like clearly Scientology, but those like fucking 
Jim Jones type shit. Only it would be like, yo, we're going to drink this Kool-Aid and fuck. And they're like, we're not going to drink that Kool-Aid or fuck. Bad cult leader. <laughs> Carpet or hardwood? Yo, I don't know if this is a sexual entendre or whatnot. Always carpet, baby. Always. And you know what? I'll fucking triple down on it. Carpet. The dirtier, the better. Fuck yeah, dude. Ooh, fucking hot take. Wait a minute. I don't like a dirty carpet. Oh, you, well, you like that rug doctor shit? Not me, man. I'll never fuck. I haven't shampooed my carpet in ever. You have to be 25 to run a carpet shampooer. Did you guys know that shit? They have like rug doctor. I remember, did you guys remember when you were like a little kid and your parents would take you to Safeway and you saw like the rug doctor machine and it was like this giant ass fucking vacuum, but it said rug doctor and it had a little robot cleaning. I wanted to get that shit. And my mom said, we're not going to, we don't need that. We don't need a fucking rug doctor. And I said, someday when I'm an adult, I'm going to buy a rug doctor. I, I never even fucking vacuum, man. I never, I don't do shit, man. So cautionary tale, fucking, I live in squalor. <laughs> you are addicted too. I think after tonight, it's obvious. Fucking laughter. I'm a fucking straight up junkie for that shit, man. Now we're moving, dude. Ooh, this is a thick, ooh, this is a big one. This is like a declaration of independence. Oh, the best cat I ever met. <laughs> Yo, this one time by the side of the street, I saw a dead cat and it was all fucking bloated. It had maggots crawling out of it. I was poking it with a stick. I picked it up with two sticks. I chased around this girl I liked with it. Yo, that cat helped me through some difficult times. Every other cat hissed at me, shed 